For me, I think a voice and a song in particular carries with it a human experience at its simplest and often its rawest. Music has always been a vehicle for the spirit of people, the spirit of the times and the stories of people. And where we believe those stories, that's empathy in action. And that's where action can begin. And this is Cry Power, my podcast about people who are using what's available to them to change the world. Presented with our friends at Global Citizen, on each episode I'll be sitting down with people who are putting themselves out there to support a cause that's dear to them. I'll be talking to people whose work is making a real difference, musicians, artists, or just some of my heroes. When I get asked sometimes in, in the last few weeks, in the last few months, what's it like working with Mavis Staples on Nina Cried Power? My answer is always, is always the same. Mavis Staples is, hands down, one of the best, kindest, warmest, most charismatic, funniest people I have been lucky enough to meet in my lifetime. And I think anyone will ever ever get a chance to meet the most generous person with their time with their energy most generous person with their spirit and, and their kindness and their, and their gift as well with their talent also oh my god i'm gonna try to live up to everything you just said <laughs> <laughs> you you're already doing it you already do it because to me aside from all that you embody and you you live and you work what that song is about and what that's yes, you know yes. and what I was trying to what I was trying to write to in that song, mm-hmm. which is people who put their values and put their their heart and their hopes and their fears and their honesty where their song is, yes. where their gift is, and they project it out in, into the world and comes through. You know, yeah. When I first got the song. I said, wait a minute, let me let me put this down, because I was standing up holding it. <laughs> let me sit down. And uh it's it's just awesome. Just I never I never heard anything uh so beautiful. And when you came with Nina, Nina cried power. Nina Simone was a really good friend of mine. Very good friend of mine. And she was the best. I, I gave her credit for uh, my sisters and I went to see Nina at, at um, right here in New York at Village Gate. Mm-hmm. Village Gate. And, and uh, she would tell the people, you know, if they were talking, mm, sounds as if you have cotton in your ears. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then she would tell them off. She'd turn, but she was playing that piano one, that, on one song, and she was getting down so, and then she just, boom, hit the piano, jumped up and made a spin, and I just lost it. Mm-hmm. I just, so I, I, she was one of my favorites. In fact, James, everybody on there, did any all the names that you have uh, uh, called out, they they have all contributed so much to the music, so much to our our craft, mm-hmm. you know. And for you to invite me, you know, I said, "Oh my God, and I, I, I loved you from the time I heard take me to church." And uh, I didn't get a chance to meet you. I wanted to meet you. We tried to try to meet each we other. Try to make it happen. Yeah, we tried to make but, it happen. But but it happened later on. On Nina cried power. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad it did. I gotta say, those artists as well, like that, you know, Nina and as you say, James Brown and and 
singing those songs and, and what they sang about. But people, you know, to me, there's so much bravery in that. There's yes. so much bravery in, tell, yes. in telling the truth sometimes. Right. And it's, it can be a pretty radical thing to, to, to turn around and, and sing things how they are and say things how, how they are. That's right. That's right. Can I ask you, you're, you've been singing your whole life since you were you, since you were a kid. You were mm-hmm. singing with, with, with Pops and, 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 right. and the family. Right, my sisters. When you remember, you know, singing, singing more about things that felt felt like this was something that was going on around you or singing about what people sometimes refer to as as protest songs. Mm-hmm. But to me, a protest song can just be as simple as telling the truth about something. Right, or, exactly. Do you remember, do you remember when, that, when that, can you talk to me about when that? You know, first, I, I uh, and, and, and it's amazing, as young as you are, you know, for you to dip into this this message that we have, uh, my family was singing. You know, um, what happened was Pops, we were in Montgomery, Alabama one Sunday morning, and we didn't have to work until that evening. And, and Pops called my sisters and I uh, to his room. He said, listen, y'all, uh, this man Martin is here. Martin Luther King. He said, I've been listening to him on the radio, and and he has a church here, and I want to go to his 11 o'clock service. Would you all like to go with me? We said, oh, yeah, Pops, we want to go. And we all got in the car. We went out to Dr. King's church, and Usher ushered us in and seated us. And and, uh, Dr. King acknowledged us. He said, we're glad to have Pop Staples here this morning and his daughters. Well, we, we, and he said, I hope you enjoyed the service. We enjoyed the service. And on the way out, you know, Dr. King would stand at the back door, at the door, and shake the worshippers' hands as they filed out. And um, my sisters and I, we shook Dr. King's hand. We went on out, and Pops, here come Pops. He shook his hand, and he stood there and talked to him for a while. Mm-hmm. He finally came out. We get back to the hotel, and Pops called us to his room again. He said, listen, y'all. I like this man's message. I really like his message. And I think that if he can preach it, we can sing it. And we started writing freedom songs. We start, The very first one was March of Freedom's Highway. And right today, I still have that song in my lineup on my shows. Amazing. I can't let it go yet. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't let it go. Yeah. But uh, that's the way we got started on this journey. You know, we were strictly gospel singers. Mm-hmm. We said, but, but we felt that even when we moved into uh, folk, People started calling us to folk festivals. My father said, we can sing these songs because there's so much l- about love, yeah. and that's what gospel is, you know. So so um, that's that's been, you know, from, from, from 1949, we started on the floor in our living room. My father used to sing with an all-male group. Yeah. The trumpet jubilees, mm-hmm. and and these guys wouldn't come to rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the staple singers were. Yeah, <laughs> he came home one day and he had a little guitar in the closet. I hadn't ever seen this guitar. He went in the guitar, went in the closet, pulled that little guitar out, and he said, "I'm gonna sing with my children." And uh, that he put us all on the floor in a circle. Start giving us parts to sing, and and because uh, he and his sisters and brothers, fourteen of them, yeah. they used to sing when they were in Mississippi. So he actually gave us parts yeah. 
that they would sing. And 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 Hosey, people, when we went out, when we would go out, we were little stair steps. I was the baby. I was I was young, and people thought we were old people. So <laughs> so so uh, they would be so surprised to see we were little children. Yeah, yeah. And with your father too, yeah. that was just a big thing. Yeah. But yeah. That's the way we got started, and that's what I plan to continue. You know, um, I, I I I want to keep Pops's legacy alive, so I, I I can't stop. What is amazing is when I when I hear gospel, I, I hear music that's about, as you say, it's about love. Yes, and it's and it's about uh, caring for one another. It's about hope. It's right. a, it's it's joyous. What does gospel mean to you? You know, from from a little girl, I just it it and then my father's teachings. You know, I've I've been a church kid from a little tot. You know, but and and I would be clapping and singing when five years old. You know, but, but my father taught me a lot. You know, I I, I remember a time that that. Um, we were we were in New York, yeah. and on stage these were there were some kids my age. Yeah. I was about I was about twelve or thirteen then, and they were singing, and I watched them, and they were running across the stage, and they were singing as loud as they could. So when I got on stage, that's what I started doing. <laughs> and pops snatched me off the stage. He said, <laughs> "He said, Mavis, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm singing, Daddy." Yeah. He said, "Listen, you come in." He sit me down. He said, "Let me tell you something. You don't need no gimmicks. You don't need gimmicks. You don't need to sing at the top of your voice. You're singing God's music. You're singing love. You know you." And he said, "You, you sing from your heart. When you sing, sing from your heart. You'll reach the people. You, you, if you sing from your heart, what comes from the heart." reaches the heart. Yeah. So sing from your heart and you will I cut out all that gimmick and all that jumping around and and because uh, it embarrassed me too. He snatched me off no, stage, right? No. Now. <laughs> but uh but uh That's so cool. now when I, I I still do that, Hosey. When I, I come in the dressing room before I'm going on stage, I I do a little meditation, say a little prayer, and I go to my heart, yeah. and then I'm ready, you know. And you, you always that's in your heart. Your heart is just—I don't know—that's oh. beautiful, though. Like what, yeah. what sung from the heart reaches the heart. Yes, yes, and it's—it's it's true. It's the truth. I love looking out at the audience and seeing smiling faces. Sometimes you see tears, you know, and that's my happiest time is when I'm singing. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, I, I. One time, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't come in rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And Pops told me, he said, listen, Mavis, your voice is a God-given gift. Mm-hmm. He said, and if you don't use it, he'll take it back. He'll take it away. <laughs> so I started being the first one in rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't want the Lord to take my voice. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, I'd be sitting right on the floor before everybody else came yeah, in. yeah. Yeah. You talk about, you know, putting yourself in your heart. And there's there's a moment when we were talking over the lyrics uh, of Nina Cry Power. Yeah. There's this, there's this line in it, Cry Power, straight into the face that will tell you to rattle your, rattle chains, your chains if you love being free. Yeah. When you sing that in, in the song, you let out what is kind of like this this laugh or there's, there's this energy to it. There's this kind of, Oh, yes. Know, oh, and yes. And then you refer to that as, as the spirit just coming come yes. through you. Yes. 
the spirit comes, you know, and the spirit will hit you anytime. And, and, and that song, to rattle your chains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And people thought I was laughing, but no, that was the spirit just, just kept coming through, mm-hmm. you know, from within. Mm-hmm. There's something within mm-hmm. me that holds the rain, mm-hmm. you know, something within me. That I can't explain, you know. So it's it's, it's um, and 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 uh, I was I I heard it when I said, oh, maybe I shouldn't leave that in the song. No, no, <laughs> no. That's, but yeah, that makes it, it makes it. It, it makes happens. It, it yeah. happens. You do that. I've heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, um, but 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 you don't do it. It it it's the spirit. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. it's got to come. Yeah. You can't stop it. Cried Power podcast will explore the UN's 17 Global Goals, a series of objectives that aims to end extreme poverty, reduce inequality, and tackle climate change by 2030. To take action on any of these issues we talk about on the show, go to globalcitizen.org slash crypower and get involved. When you were, were singing at Martin Luther King's talks and you were... You really lived it. You were in, you were in this. You were you really did. I did in the center of it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Oh man! Did you feel at the time how significant those moments would be for moving forward for forever? You know, when we first started, I didn't. I I was singing the songs. I knew what I was singing, but I was young then. I I didn't take it like we're doing a great thing with Dr. Martin Luther King. You know, because Dr. Martin Luther King. He hadn't started the movement when we yeah. went with him. Yeah, he hadn't started it. He started it shortly after we we joined. We um we we started singing our songs and we joined the movement. But I never dreamed it would it would be so huge, so so dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. But as time went on, my heart, I, I, I got very serious mm-hmm. about it, you know, because our songs, as we recorded, our songs would, would be uh, popular yeah. in the South yeah. first. Because yeah. yeah. gospel music had very little time on the radio, right. you know, and you'd have to be up at like four or five o'clock in the morning to hear it. Uh, people, we, 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 we got some knocks from the, the church people. They, they, the staple singers, they're not singing gospel songs anymore. They, they just weren't understanding, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but we had to keep going. Yeah. We had to keep, we, we were on a mission, yeah. you know. And Dr. King, I'll never forget, you know, he, he loved us. He loved Pops. He, he, one of Pops' songs that Pops wrote was his favorite. Why am I treated so bad? Yeah. And and see, we would we would we would sing before Dr. King would speak. Mm-hmm. We'd be going to the meetings at night, and Dr. King would tell Pops, "Now, Dave, you're gonna sing my song tonight, right?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Pops says, "Yeah, Doctor, we're gonna sing your song." And see, why I'm treated so bad was written around nine black children who were denied the right to. To ride the bus to school was it? Trying yeah, to right. Yeah. You 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 knew that. Yeah, one. it's beautiful. Yeah, trying song. to trying to ride a bus to to integrate a yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. 
Little Rock, Arkansas. So it it turned out they finally had to let him get on that bus. You know, but I have met some of the Little Rock Nine. Oh, right. Recently, I've yeah. met them. Yeah, I did a, a a concert and they came. It was amazing. It's amazing. You know, I'm still here. And and they're still here. They were my age mm-hmm. when they were trying to get board that bus. Mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff, Hosey. Yeah. And and so as time went on, I I just put my all my put my soul, my all into it because I saw and things were happening to us in the South. Mm-hmm. Things were happening. We we went to jail. We beat up a white man. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> my daddy. My father wouldn't take no mess, you know, because yeah. Pops had lived through yeah. this as a child, as a boy, a young boy. And and so what happened was I was I had driven. I was a night driver. Yeah. I had driven from Jackson, Mississippi to Memphis. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, I went 3rd in Union to this service station on 3rd in Union. Yeah. And uh, the tall, young guy come out to the car, he serviced it. When he finished, you know, he wanted the money. I asked him to wipe the windshield, the bugs were on the windshield. And uh, he snatched around. He looked at me a long time, and then he wiped them messy. And then he came again for his money. Mm-hmm. And I asked him for a cash receipt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, that did it. He, okay. that word came out that, N-word, and you come over to the office if you want a, a receipt. So Pops, Pops said, pull over there, Mavis. And this this guy, he looking at me and my sister and my father. My father had, had had gray hair from 18 years old. He thought Pops was an old man. <laughs> <laughs> and and my brother was on the back seat covered in coats. He didn't know it was another man. Man, I pulled over there, and Pops went in to get this receipt. And he asked this guy, why would you talk to my daughter like that? That's my. And I saw him shaking his finger in daddy's face. And when he did that, Pops clocked him. And they fought into the grease part of the, the service station. And then he broke away from Pops. And he ran into the office. I knew he was going for a gun. I said, Purvis, Purvis, they're fighting. Purvis came out of the coats like Superman would come out of that telephone booth. You know? <laughs> and he was in there. And and uh, he went up and came down. On the guy started running. I'm driving the getaway car. I almost oh, hit him. Stop. You know, oh, stop. <laughs> but but as we went on, I said, Bob said, Mavis, drive. I said, Bob's. I don't think I can drive no more. I'm too nervous. He said, Just drive. Get on across the bridge. This was the bridge dividing Memphis and West Memphis, Arkansas. And I told him, I said, there's some lights behind me, some white lights flashing. He said, get on across the bridge. I got across that bridge, and when I stopped, these policemen, they jumped out with shotguns, dogs were barking. Man, I have never been so scared, Hosey, in my life. They had us standing on the highway with our hands up over our heads. He kept calling my father, boy, that was killing me. Yeah, and and uh, they searched the cop. My father told him, look, these are my children. 
We sing gospel music. You can call anybody at WDIA. We record right here in Memphis, Tennessee. You know, mm-hmm. they wouldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. And um, to make a long story short, they put us in three different cars, handcuffed behind our backs. And and I just knew they were taking us out in the woods, you know, because it was, this was the 60s. Mm-hmm. This is the early 60s. Yeah. And, and, and um, I, I've never been so happy to see a jail. Yeah, they yeah. took us to jail. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> took us to jail, and and here you walk into this old black man mopping the floor. Yeah, yeah. He looked up, Papa Staples. <laughs> <laughs> what no you way. doing here? You know? yeah. And pops just walked on past, hands cuffed, and yeah. then he saw us coming. He said. And your children. <laughs> but we laughed about that yeah. later. Yeah, we course, couldn't laugh then. We, so what saved us was that receipt. Yeah. That receipt. The, the the chief came out. He said, okay, who's going to tell me what happened here? Mm-hmm. And Pops told me, he said, you take me to another room, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. He still didn't want me to hear what all that guy had said about me. And and uh, Pops, they, they all of a sudden, they sent Cleety out, my sister, to get to find the receipt. Cleetie came back with his bloody receipt because Pops, Pops drew blood, <laughs> okay. you know. And uh, so so it was times like that, you know, they let us go home, and and the kids made this. Your father beat up a white man right. in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And I said, no one in Mississippi, but Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um Times like that, we had many. Yeah, we yeah. had that was the worst one. Yeah. What age were you when that happened? What I was I was like twenty. I must have been about twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. yeah, because 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 yeah. I was I was still a kid. I started thinking. My life started. I said I won't see my mother again. You know. Oh. My little chihuahua mm-hmm. that I smuggled, I smuggled a chihuahua no. out of Mexico. No. I put him in my purse because you weren't supposed to bring him out, you know. And we were driving then. We had driven to California on our way. And, and, um, Juarez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got to, I named him Pedro. If you find yourself inspired or angry, This podcast isn't just about talking. It's about making change happen. And you can do that right now. You can head to globalcitizen.org slash crypower to take action on these issues. This is Hosier, and you're listening to my Crypower podcast. People often, when we look back at times like this where people are, let's say, singing about change or fighting for change or or organizing for change to happen, like the civil rights movement, we like to think that everybody... You know, now that we know, of course that was right. Of yes, course, you yes, know that was. Yes. Of course, how could anybody resist that at the time? Right. You know, and so we we fail to sometimes think that the course there was resistance to. When you felt moments of that, is that something that ever discouraged discouraged you or discouraged the family, or does it oh, no. it lights the fire more? Oh no, no, that made us go after it even more. You know, and and then I was never afraid. I was never see because. We were with my father, you know, and and um, I, I I just felt safe. It bothered me that we couldn't go into certain bathrooms. Right. We couldn't go in restaurants. Mm-hmm. We couldn't sleep in the Holiday Inn, yeah. you know. We we could. It was one time, Hosey. We had to. 
we had, we missed coming home for Thanksgiving, and, and none of the church people invited us to dinner. So we had to park on the highway, go in the grocery store and get us some, some lunch meat and bread. And here's a cow. The cow stared me down. You know, I told Pops, I said, Daddy, I don't think we can stay here, that cow. <laughs> <laughs> and the cow was black and white. I said, he's already integrated. <laughs> 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 but he don't want us here. So our pops had to pull up out of that space, man. That cow was bothering me. Yeah. But we have we've we've had uh uh times, you know, we came home, my father in South Africa, he told the, the people we we're not gonna sing like this. They wanted the, the blacks to sit upstairs and and uh the whites downstairs. Pop said, no, I'm not letting my daughter sing like this. The, Dr. King just got the mess straightened up yeah, yeah. In, in the States. And he said, you send, send us back home. We are not. So they ended up sending us to the soccer field in Soweto. So what though? And it was the very first time that blacks and whites sit together. I did not know that. Yes, I no know. problem. Yeah. This was in 1976. Right, right. Yeah. And then we went back in 1981. It was a little bit better, but not. And and we came. We left there. I said they they are really confused over there because instead of having two water fountains, mm -hmm. they had three. Right. What was the third? The third was for me. <laughs> I was, if I, my complexion, the kids kept asking me, maybe is your mother white? Right. Your mother, they thought, I'm I'm colored. Right, right. I'm colored. Right. My father, his complexion's darker, you know, so he's African, he's black. And then there was one for the white Africans. I said, boy, we, <laughs> they are truly confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but... Uh, the things that I have seen, the feelings that I have had, you know, I have had some sad, sad feelings yeah. in my heart from from just seeing my, my and Pops, he would tell us stories, you know. You hear Bob Dylan's song, Blowing in the Wind. When we first met him, we were doing a, a television show together, and we were talking. Pop said, wait a minute, y'all. Listen to what that kid is saying. Mm -hmm. And Dylan was saying, how many times, how many roads mm -hmm. must a man walk down yeah. before you call him a man? Pops literally lived that. Yeah. He said, I, we can sing that song. I, cu I couldn't walk on the same side of the street. If Pops was walking on one side of the street, if a white man was coming on that side of the street, Pops would have to cross over. He couldn't stay on the same side of the street. So so we started singing Blowing in the Wind. Yeah. And that's when we started learning songs like that and for what it's worth and and uh, the weight. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we saw love in certain songs that we didn't want to go haywire and go strictly no, uh, yeah. secular. But we had the staple singers recorded one secular song. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. Let's do, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's and, a beautiful number. It's beautiful. Yeah. When when Curtis was, was telling, was giving us our parts, Pop said, now, Pops, this is your part. And that was, I like your lady, so fine with your pretty hair. Pop said, Curtis, man, I'm not going to say that. I'm a church man. <laughs> I'm a church man. And Curtis said, oh, Pop, the Lord won't mind. Yeah. <laughs> We died laughing. 
We laughed. But we, we, my sisters and I got on Pops. We said, come on, Pops. It's, it's, it's a movie school. We, we, no. And the people, church people didn't bother us. Okay. The church people got on our case about, I'll take you there. They wanted to put us out of church. Why is that? Because anytime it came on, people would get up and start dancing. Okay. You know? Okay. But I, I would, I did so many interviews. I tell them, you're not listening to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. We're talking about. I know a place. Yeah. Ain't nobody worried. Yeah. Ain't nobody crying. Yeah. Ain't no smiling faces lying to the races. Yeah. Where could we be taking you? Yeah. But yeah. to heaven. To, to heaven. Yeah. You I, know? I always so, thought it was heaven. Yeah. 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 But they missed it. They just looking at the people dancing. <laughs> Okay. Them staple singers, they sing in the blues. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So they finally invited us back to church after they started listening to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the very first song requested, I'll Take You There. Do you have any, you know, experiences of artists around that time that, that like, that would have, I'm sure, inspired you as well, too? Oh, yes. You know, uh, uh, uh. It is Crosby, Stills, and Nash. There's something happening here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it is ain't exactly, exactly clear. And then there's a man with a gun over there. They they started the folk singers and, and, and other singers as well, but we recorded about six or seven Dylan songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we recorded Masters of War and Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. And that, it. that Crosby, Stills, and Nash as well, that, that same song, you, you, your version of that is amazing. The stuff, oh, stuff yeah. To, you know. It turned out nice. Oh, yeah. But um, it's still not a whole lot. I wish for some of these young people, Beyonce, Jay-Z, some of the rappers, rap something about what we need for change, you know. But uh, they're staying in their, their huddle. But now we have a few. We have... Chance the rapper. Yeah, Chance is amazing. Yeah, yeah Chance, yeah. and we have. Um, I think Kendrick does it. Does oh, it, you know. oh, he's great. He's great. He's great. But um, it, it, it's it's okay if 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 you and I don't have help, mm-hmm. we'll keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> We're strong enough, you know. Now you got to stop me, Hosey, because I I I'll talk too much. I love it. No, this is. The, I'm. Please, no, you couldn't, you couldn't. No, you know? but I, I just appreciate you so much. I, I tell everybody, they, and they, the questions they ask you, they ask me the same thing. Yeah. But I, I love it when they ask me questions like that yeah. about you. And they said, well, his name is Andrew. And I said, well, I don't call him Andrew. I give him my own name that I call him. I'm Hosey. Hosey. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope it sticks as well. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's lived a life like 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 you've lived. What's amazing is you're an honest witness to, to all the, the, yes, the hard stuff you've seen. You know. It's true. Sometimes I just have to cry sometimes, you know. I just have to Get real quiet when I'm home, you know, and and uh, I still talk to Pops. I talk to Dr. King at times. Like, I'm seeing stuff today that I saw in the 60s, and that's what's so hurting. It's so painful, you know, but uh, I know that all I can do is sing my songs, mm-hmm. sing my songs and try to help us come together, try to help us make a change. You know, I don't want to say, I don't want to go too far, you know, because you know what I'm going through now. 
with with the uh, with the White House, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm not going to even deal with that. Okay. But um, uh, it's hard, and and but but it's all right. And and I'm I'm grateful that we've been a part of it. We've been we've done, and I feel like like I'm I've I've done what I was put here for. Mm-hmm what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm singing songs, the kind of songs that I'm supposed to be singing. That's what my, my, that's my life. That's my life. One little old lady told me years ago when I was a little kid, she said, baby, you're going to preach. I said, no, ma'am. No, (laughs) ma'am. She was about 100 years old. I said, no, ma'am. I don't want to be a preacher. But you're going to preach. You know what I mean? (laughs) She wasn't wrong. She wasn't that. She wasn't. But in in a different way. Yeah, that's it. In a different way. I'm not in the pulpit saying, my brothers. No, you're you're better. You're on stage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. on any of the issues we talk about on the show, go to globalcitizen.org slash crypower to get involved. A movement of activists all over the world who are using their collective voice to end extreme poverty by 2030. What's next for you? I know you you aren't slowing down. You, I mean, you, you just, I'm amazed by you. I'm going to be touring Europe in July, June and July. And it, there's quite a bit on the books now. Quite a bit of... It's, gigs are coming in fast. I was just with a, a, a buddy guy in uh, Mississippi. We did we did a casino in Mississippi, and Buddy said, "Hey, baby, I can send you some work if you need. If you want, I'm getting too much. I'll send you some. I just don't send me. <laughs> don't send me no, Don't yeah. send me nothing, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so my my calendar's almost all full already. So we 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 can be great. We can be grateful that uh, that we're getting work like that. <laughs> well, thank you, thank, thank you, you so you. much. Thank you. I've enjoyed myself. Thank you. It's it's an honor. It's an honor, and it's thank a, it's you. a pleasure to sit down with you. It's my honor, Rosie. It's my honor. is made in association with Global Citizen, a movement of activists all over the world who are using their collective voice to end extreme poverty by 2030. You can head to globalcitizen.org slash crypower to take action on any of the issues we talk about on this show and earn tickets to gigs all over the world by signing petitions, writing emails, or sending tweets to world leaders. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Crypower podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts right now. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Hosier, and this is Cry Power.